Dudes to Dads, brought to you by Dad University, is a podcast to help men understand and navigate the transition of being a single dude into a family man. How do we make sense of it all? Well, we probably won't be able to, but let's go ahead and have some fun trying. And we are back. We are back. I'm Jason Kreidman. I'm Alan Bush. And this is Dudes to Dads, episode 190. 190. 190. Yeah. I don't know how to say it in any other languages. I'm just... Um, I probably do, but I got to think about it. (laughs) (laughs) How are you today? Good. Tonight? Tonight is great. Yeah. Well, it's a good evening. It's uh, it's getting darker a little earlier now. No kidding. Approaching the holidays soon. I know. Crazy. I know. I know. Uh, Today's topic, helping your elderly parents. Mm -hmm. Can't get enough of that. (laughs) Um, Just, you know, as you deal with uh, your own parents, you know, you start to uh, experience things and deal with things that you haven't dealt with in the past. Kind of like when you have a newborn. It's just uh, you know, crying like, and fussing. learning as you go. That's that's our motto here. Yeah, we learn as we go. Sure. So and, and, and I don't think, at least in America, we prepare that well for our parents getting older. Mm-hmm. Like nobody kind of tells us how to deal with it. Same thing as having a child. Like there's no, you know, no you don't, nobody gives you the manual and says, yeah. Hey, by the way, look out for this and you're going to have to deal with this. Yeah. And that, no, it's true. Um, yeah. So just, you know, not having a, a manual, it, it, it can be difficult. And mm-hmm. so I think there's physical things that happen and changes. You start, you know, witnessing, um, certainly financial. And sometimes that can fall on you as the child, yeah. you know, if they haven't prepared well, for sure. Yeah. Um, and really just your own emotional issues. I mean, I think, you know, you're just not prepared a lot of times for these changes. And so those are, those are big deals. You know, I think yeah. that, that's something. So I want to kind of touch on some things. Um, I want to cover, you know, some things that you might experience as your parents get older, because I think it's important to have some awareness first. Mm-hmm. Um and, and just for you to realize as a listener that, you know, you're not alone in this. I mean, the things that you're dealing with are quite common. There can be some negative feelings. Um, and then I think, you know, in addition to kind of recognizing some of the things you're going to feel, um, what can you do to make the situation less difficult for yourself and them? Right. You know, so let's hop to it. Yeah. Um, first I want to go over some of the things you might experience, you know, as your, as your parents are aging. So the first one, you might feel angry or scared. Okay. Literally because they're aging. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, I I think it's not easy to see them (laughs) stop aging. I know. Well, it's not easy (laughs) to see them physically change. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's always tough. Yeah. You, you, you're, you, you know, Especially when you were younger, you you saw them in the light that like, wow, they're like a superhero or, you know, especially your dad or or your mom, you know, was very active or whatever. And as they begin to physically change, things start to slow down and, and you still I think it's hard sometimes to accept it. Sure. You know, it's like, well, you used to do that. Like, why can't you do it now? You know? <laughs> right. And, and then the roles start changing. Whereas, you know, before they were helping you and, and taking care of you, then you start to be, you know, to take care yeah, of them. You become their caretaker. And, yeah. The and roles reverse. The role reverses. And so that's hard. Um, and so there's just this different relationship dynamic, you mm-hmm. know, and those changes. And so it's, it's dealing with that. Yeah. You know, there's, yeah. Like I said, I mean, I think the hardest thing is, just seeing them not be able to do the things that they used to be able to do. And that actually can cause 
some negative emotion. And I recall that uh, I may have told the story, but when my mom got really sick and, you know, she was diagnosed with cancer and she was going through these things, I actually got angry at her. I mean, I totally regretted it, but sure. I got angry at her one time because she couldn't carry the groceries into the house oh, and like asked me for help. I mean, granted I was young, yeah, but I was like, what do you mean you can't, you know, I had no idea what was going on and like right. how to deal with it and everything else. I was like, yeah. what do you mean you can't carry the groceries? And like, she sort of almost like almost fell. Yeah. Cause she was weak, but she wanted to be able to, and I just, I didn't get it. Yeah, like I didn't yeah. understand the situation and, and even more so didn't want to accept it. Yeah. For and sure. that's what's really hard. So when yeah. you see your parent older, weaker, slower, yeah. it's hard to accept. That. Right. Right. And that's, that's the thing. So know that if you are feeling angry about that or scared, that is a common feeling. Mm-hmm. And that's something that you could deal with. Um, number two, there, there could be financial stress. I think, you know, depending on the planning that they've done, you know, insurance, long-term care, you, you, you might be stuck with some of that, yeah. you know, if you're the one who cares and, right, yeah. and you, and you're willing to help. Um, it, you know, the good news is, is that there are people out there who are professionals with this, mm-hmm. you know, who um, sort of specialize in helping older people with finances. You certainly want to make sure they're not going to screw anybody or, you know, you got to make sure they're legit. Yeah. But you know, sometimes the financial burden of taking care of our parents falls on us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they haven't planned, if they don't have the financial wherewithal, that that can be burdensome. You know, I know my mom and, and my um, aunts and uncle are dealing with that because my grandpa lived to be 95. Right. You know, he outlived a lot of stuff and then he had to get a reverse mortgage. And yep. so and then the house is kind of dilapidated. So like this, you know, repairs, repairs there's all kinds yeah. of stuff going on with that. So and, you know, after and then after he passed, there's a whole set of expenses with that. You right. know, I mean, I don't want to get morbid, but that's really the, the yeah. bottom line is like you got to make sure he's OK. And thankfully, he had a in life and of, after. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, right. he had all his faculties up until he passed like so we didn't have to deal with a lot of hospital bills and all that stuff i think thankfully right. he was just a healthy guy um so you know but that all happened but that all happened and yeah and, and we lucked out in that regard because he could have been just as easily just fallen apart or something happened to him or whatever it was yeah. and so you know i think that's that's the, the yeah case. so it's the awareness that they're just they're you know I, I, you don't want to cause undue or you know unneeded stress meaning like hey your parents are getting older you better you better stress out about your finances <laughs> right. but just be aware and and the earlier you can talk talk about that the better sure. you know and the earlier you can be aware of it the better so yeah. it's like it is having that conversation when your parents are not that old right and saying hey you know have you set up any sort of long term care or you know what is the situation or what what do you think we should do in that i mean there was a book and I, I, I wish I knew the, remember the name, but it was kind of like, um, the other conversation, <laughs> you know, the <laughs> right. first one sex, this, yeah. this one is about when your parents are getting older and dying or yeah. whatever. It's the other conversation that is really uncomfortable to have, <laughs> you know, so, so crazy. Yeah. So anyways, number three, um, they may be in denial. So it's not easy to admit that they need help and that they're getting older. So, you know, you have to be aware of that, that they could be a little difficult to deal with. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's hard to admit that you can't do things that you once did or, you know, oh, no, no, I got it. I got it. I, I mean, I've seen all kinds of stuff yeah, yeah. where it's like, no, 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 I can handle this. And well, it's probably best you don't. <laughs> right. Um, But 
you know, I understand that that's a hard thing to do. My, my dad is a healthy guy, but he's starting to have that denial phase. I think I don't want to you know, admit on the airways some things, but like, but I think he has it. He's having it like, I still feel like I'm, well, it's totally I'm 20, but like right. I'm in this old man. I body. have that and I'm in my forties. Yeah, exactly. You know? Me too. I'm like, I still feel like I can still do things. What I do mean, could, I can't do that. I could bench press that. Right. And I could lift this thing. And I'm like, Oh, I'm not as strong as I used to be when I was 18. <laughs> and so I gotta uh, be careful on that. I'm still strong, but I'm not as strong. So, yeah. and, and even my grandpa, when we, like, I think I told you, I went out to drink with him before he died. And like, um, he, he he made a joke out of it. Like, hey, you, you seem like a strong guy. I could probably lean on you, right? <laughs> I'm like, of course you can, Grandma. Don't worry about it. But uh, he just That's wanted awesome. to make light of it because he, he's so used to take care, taking care of himself. Absolutely. No, it's hard. These are all adjustments. And that's why I said the physical adjustment and the emotional adjustment are, are not easy Yeah, you know, to do that. So uh, number four, understand that they are just going to forget things. Mm-hmm. So even if they aren't diagnosed with some sort of dementia, or disease our memories are affected by our age yeah you know they just are well if you think about it the, there's too much about, stuff in there yeah just <laughs> the amount of things that you've learned over the lifetime it's all it, the capacity is only so big so it overflows stuff, and other stuff needs yeah to fall out. It, it falls i've out. always thought of it that way I, I look at it that way too i'm sure there's a lot of room in there for a lot of stuff but once you reach a certain age it's like i i can't I remember every little detail in my life totally <laughs> yeah and so i think you, you might find, be right it might be yeah age you, you find yourself repeating things mm-hmm. over and over um, yeah, I know. And you, and, but you try your best to be patient, but you know that, and that can be hard. Yeah. Like it's like, didn't we just talk about this? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we just, we just discussed that. Yeah. So you want to be aware of that and try to be a little bit more patient, um, that they're going to forget things. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a weird thing too, because you're like, I just talked to you about that yeah. and you know, they'll, they'll bring it up again <laughs> or, you know, deal with it again. Yeah. Um, number five, you may feel guilty. Um, this, I think usually has to do with two things, how much time you spend with them and how you treat them. Mm-hmm. I think those are the two kind of things of feeling guilty. You know, if you live far away, you might feel, you know, especially guilty for not spending the time because you're so far away, mm-hmm. you know, and it's hard to do that. Um, or you'll look back and you'll be like, gosh, I probably could have been a little bit nicer in that situation or, yeah. you know, had a little bit more patience or tolerance. So I think, you know, you may get upset or frustrated with them. And then, like I said, later feel guilty about it. But here's the thing. If you feel guilty, you probably are. Right. <laughs> right. That's yeah, I've heard that. And that's, you know, that, that can ring pretty, pretty true. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. <laughs> and, and that's not, it's more of just acknowledging it and mm. being like, okay, well maybe I could spend a little bit more time. Right. Yeah. Oh, I feel so guilty about, well, if you feel guilty, you probably are. <laughs> so, um, so then, you know, kind of identifying these things as one aspect. The other is, you know, how can you make the situation a little less difficult on yourself and them. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I have some tips that I want to go over of just kind of um, the other ones are just acknowledging like, Hey, these things are going to happen mm-hmm. most likely, or they could happen. So be aware of them. This is okay. Next step. What can I do to make things better? Right. So number one is take things slow. So we said, you got to have some patience, know that it's going to take longer than you planned if they're with you and they move slower or they talk slower. You need to be considerate of that, mm-hmm. you know, and just it was kind of like when you had your baby, yeah. it just took longer to get places. Sure. You know, you got to be aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, number two is 
make a plan or have a plan. So do they have medical directives? Has there been any estate planning or a will? You know, has a will been done? And I think that's, I mentioned this, it's, it's better to do these things earlier rather than later. For sure. And it's going to be uncomfortable to talk about, but it's going to save you and them a lot of hassle, especially the fact that they have all their faculties and, you know, they're aware of what's going on versus as it gets down the line, they may not. And so you want to have those things in line because it's going to be, you know, whether it's their wishes or what is it they want to do, mm-hmm. but also just having a plan in place makes it easier for everybody that's involved, especially if you have siblings or other family or other whatever. It's like, no, no, here's the plan. It's been approved. It's been agreed upon. Yeah. That's what's happening. Right. Right. You know? And I've heard of horrible stories, you know, mm-hmm. because like a family member wants to do one thing. Um, another, I remember it was a, a group that I was a part of and there was like horrible back and forth of like what to do with the parent, mm-hmm. you know, and one sibling wanted one thing, the other sibling, you know, wanted another thing and the, the actual parent wanted something totally different. Yeah. You know, it's just, it, it's, it's difficult. It's going to make for arguing and, and it's just not what you want to be doing <laughs> in the later years. Right. Right. Uh, number three, em- be empathetic that change is hard. So, you know, it's whether, whether they need to downsize where they live you know, maybe they need to go into a home or a senior center. The change of that is not easy. So instead of trying to, like, as an example, instead of trying to convince them that the new place is so much better and fun, mm-hmm. like, oh, you're going to have so much fun and you're going to, there's activities and there's all these things you could do. Maybe be empathetic that you understand it's a difficult transition. Sure. You know, yeah. saying, hey, listen, I, I, I can, I can't imagine that how hard it is to go from this large house or whatever, down smaller, you know, you're used to a certain lifestyle. Mm. That's got to be difficult, you know, and having that empathy for that kind of change. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Even though now there is bridge at four o'clock, like, (laughs) or dinner's at four o'clock, bridge is at two, you know, or whatever. (laughs) Um, There's, you know, it it might be more fun, but that's not how they're feeling. Right, right. right. Or more supportive or whatever. Um, Number four, ask for help. So, you know, you don't have to do everything yourself. Um, you know, call on family members, on friends, and even caregivers if you can. You know, if you have the financial need or financial wherewithal to hire some assistance and that's an option financially, that would be worth discussing. I would imagine there's some social services out there too. Like mm-hmm. you could probably tap into, you know, free resources or, or, or cheaper there's resources some. that are probably yeah. out there that will help you um, transition or deal with it. Or even if it's just counseling or somebody right. that will come and bring, you know, like a discount person that would bring food to the, to your, yeah, I think we had that actually for my grandpa when he got a little older and people weren't able to, you know, he wasn't able to cook. Um, you know, people would wheels on wheels, some, some yeah. similar t- version of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where they, you know, senior level version of that. Yeah. I think, you know, the, the part about asking for help is interesting because I think people, um, they, there, there's probably some element, whether it's guilt or, or such want to feel like they're the ones, I don't say they're the hero, but you know, the parent and the guilt in a sense, like, I wouldn't feel right with somebody else taking care of. Them. Yeah. Well, you know? It's just like babysitting. The difficulty is though, if it, it ha it can have a big impact on your own life, mm-hmm. both positive, but also very negative. Yeah. It, you know, and the fact is like, would you be better off having the friendly relationship and the family relationship in a, in a different dynamic 
rather than being the caretaker. And, and that's a personal decision. Well, you know? yeah. And some families, um, you know, we, we talked about this previously about uh, culture. It mm-hmm. makes a big difference. Some people, some cultures, they, true. the totally family true. moves in with the, you know, the elderly yeah. family moves in with the, the family that can take them and they right. stay with them up until they pass, you know, right. and then versus having a caretaker, having somebody that will, you know, take care of them or go into a home or whatever it is. Um, like I was fortunate or at least my grandfather and my family was fortunate that he was able to stay in his house and my cousin who is younger than me basically lived with them. Cool. So he, yeah. my cousin became his caretaker and you know, sometimes, sometimes I'd call the house and Hey, is grandpa home? No. I was like, where is he? He goes, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean you don't know? And, and yeah, but he not, was still okay. He was still okay, yeah. and he was driving around, and he was yeah. still having fun, and, and, and he was you know retired, basically, and just kind of taking care of himself. That's, that's different than, like, you're changing them. Right, exactly. Yeah. It wasn't yeah. like that had to happen. So, like, it, it came to that stage of, um, you know, thankfully, he we had, my cousin was able to kind of stay with him yeah. and you know, be part of that. But yeah, and that's where. I had to make a decision, because my other family members couldn't do it. Yeah. You know, so we were fortunate that my cousin needed a place to stay and he was also really close to my grandpa. Um, but if he had not been there, my aunts, my uncles, I don't think they would have been able to do that. Yeah, it's a question. That's what I mean is like, you know, the one, the ability to do it, but then two, but doing it out of guilt, mm-hmm. you know, versus doing it because you really want to or it works right. best for both people. Great. Yeah, I mean, exactly. as I said, it's an individual decision. For sure. I'm just I guess I was speaking to more of people who feel like they have to. And then as a result, don't get to have the relationship that they might be able to enjoy. Right. You know, and because especially if they're not enjoying being a caretaker. Yeah. Some people do. Yeah. Some people don't. Sure. So, I mean, that's an individual decision. But don't aff- don't be afraid to ask, you know, for help and on, uh, relying on family members and right. friends and that kind of thing. So, uh, number five, help them be social. So, this is an important one. As far as including them in social activities, you know, as they get older, they move around less, they do less things, you know, it's really important for them to be social. And so, you know, whether that is your child's activities and events and things like that, you know, and inviting them um, and being a part of that or to just hang out either way to be around the family. Yeah. Um, Like you said, that could be a cultural thing, too. But um you know, and letting them know that you want them around and then potentially assisting them in participating. So for some, maybe they can't drive. It means go and picking them up and do it, yeah. you know, or providing transportation or whatever. And so to make it easier for them to participate. Um, yeah. You know, that's and and that's that can be a hard thing for some people to accept. Like, well, 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 they can't make it over, you know, well. Maybe because they're not feeling well or they they're not very good at driving, you know, or whatever. So, yeah, it's interesting. I I keep bringing my grandpa because it was the most recent example of an elderly person that we had to take care of. And when I went out there, you know, over the last years that I've gone back to Massachusetts, um, you know, one of the things I think kept him alive so long is a he just had this attitude, like, just keep moving, you know, right. whatever. But B, he had a social life. Yep. And he would go to the favorite bar. No, it's a bar. huge factor. Yeah. He would yeah. go to his favorite bar, watch a game with a bunch of people that were there, play Keno, talk yeah. to the bartenders, talk to the, the No, neighbors. it's a huge aspect of it. At 95, we walked in there, and the guy was like, hey, what are you doing there? You know, like, the guy was, like, talking with him. He's like, oh, I'm trying to watch out for you, you know. <laughs> and he just had this little friendly back and forth with a younger, younger guy, probably a little older than me, maybe. And But um, it was, it was his buddies. Right. And, he, and he was able to have this social life you know and and even at his elderly stage go to his favorite spot 
have a drink, one drink or two and just socialize. And yep. then, then he goes home and, and reads the paper and does what he has to do. But it, like how much of that must have helped him? Yep. You know, it's it just, I, that's why I was encouraging it the last time I saw him. I'm like, totally. Agree. Do you want to go to get a drink? My mother was like, I think he's kind of a homebody right now. And then he texted or he, she texted him and like 10 minutes later, she's like, Oh no, he wants to go there. <laughs> All right, sweet. I'll pick him up. We'll go. We'll, I know he can't drive. I'll pick him up. Let's go get him. And right. And then uh, so we no, that's that for sure. I mean, that, that's been, you know, sort of even proven in some of these, I mean, not only, you know, the, the quality of your life, but the, the you know, the, the length of your life yeah. in, in that and, and definitely the quality, Yeah, you know, the quality of your life of being around people, even if you don't want to be right. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then the final one, um, focusing on the present. So the idea is to focus on moments that you have and enjoying the time that you are able to spend with them. Um, don't, or try not to spend your time worrying about what's going to happen. So, I mean, it's a lot easier said than done, sure. but you want to focus on the present moment. You know, what, what's going on now? What can we do now? What can we explore now? What can we experience now? Not, Ooh, I only have this much time mm-hmm. or, Oh, this is potentially going to happen or, you know, whatever. Um, I think, you know, that's a hard thing to do, especially when you see it and mm. you experience it. Yeah. Um, but focusing on the present is definitely a, an important one too. Yeah, for so. sure. So Alan, if anybody has any questions or comments, what should they do? They should email us podcast at dudes, dads.com. Uh, you can also hit us up on social media, Twitter at dudes, the dads, Facebook, dudes, the dads.com. And, uh, please go to dad university and on YouTube It's mm-hmm. a bunch of great videos with uh, dad university and dudes, the dads. Yeah. Um, and be aware we're all merging everything under the umbrella of dude, dad university, dude university yeah. is another one. We're keeping du- we got, dudes, the dads. We're going to do dude university. No. <laughs> we're still keeping this podcast. Name. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's, it's still exists as a website. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and then please, if nothing else, and you see us and you've been listening to us, uh, please subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher and wherever else you see us and, and uh, leave some reviews and comments because it really helps perpetuate the show on those channels. Awesome. Alan, thank you as always. Thank you. And we will see you next time. See you next time.